Welcome back to Real Phonies, where we take a love for movies and television and combine it with very little knowledge about movies and television. I'm your host, Christian. Join me are my co-host, Joseph. Hello. And Jehu. No! I was hoping for, a, like, a Godzilla or Kong caw. Uh, <laughs> you know, that's a good point. I really missed an opportunity this time. I think I was thrown off by the fact that instead of doing your usually radio DJ voice, you did, like, your radio commercial voice. Oh, Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't realize so. I had multiple voices, but yeah, I, 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 sh- I should put that on a resume. You should, totally. Yeah, I guess based by that little conversation, you all have probably figured we're talking about Godzilla versus Kong this week. Two weeks after anybody who's interested in seeing it has already seen it. Because I'm not entirely sure that's true because, because we're so fucking good at this. It's <laughs> it's it's been done pretty well at the box office or yeah, really? co- COVID wise. It's done well consistently for two weeks now. Huh. I, I will say I'm sorry I didn't see it in a theater. The parts of it I liked, I think I would have liked a lot more on a big screen. Yeah, it's a it's crossed 400 million internationally uh, at the box I, I office. Can't, I can't imagine being in a circumstance where I couldn't be on my phone while I was watching this movie. <laughs> but I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll get into it. But yeah, I, I, I think I think that's the point. I think the reason you're on your phone is because you could be on your phone. And if you could not be on Ah. your phone, this movie might not have been as boring anytime a human was talking. All right. Well, (laughs) let's, let's get more into it then. I think it was just a good transition into right into what we feel about it, because apparently you guys were very bored with this movie. I mean, I wasn't bored anytime a monster was punching a big monster in the very first scene. They stood up really well while Kong and and Godzilla would fight. And then after that, anytime someone was speaking, I was like, what are you fucking doing, man? You're ruining this form. I, I was yeah. just because re- I, I like to before we do these things, I was just reading the trivia, uh, you know, on IMDb about this movie. And one of the things was, I guess, a lot of the Internet, I guess, was was looking for some kind of director's cut of this movie when they heard it was two hours. They wanted it to be like three hours long. And the director is like, you know, you got to have a good reason to, to, to make a movie over two hours. I would argue you have to have a good reason to make a movie over 90 fucking minutes. Right. <laughs> and I, I think this one could have done with some trimming. I mean, I, it, it definitely I don't know why anybody would want this to be three hours unless they wanted more of monsters punching each other. I mean, which even I, get the, on board even, I mean, I guess so. But like even that there's a there's a limit. Yeah, I mean, I didn't love this movie. I'm I liked king of monsters and i know i'm in the minority on that film that one to me is a good balance of like what an american godzilla movie should be Mm. this one's just pretty dumb (laughs) i mean just top bottom is pretty dumb but the monster fights are pretty cool probably some of the best monster fights we've gotten on screen but this movie's just thin yeah i'll I'll say christian i watched uh king of monsters specifically on your recommendation and i did like it when i watched it but when i started this movie i didn't remember one fucking thing about yeah that's fair we we will i want to get into that later because i mean i was literally like oh shit kyle (laughs) chandler's in this and i was like oh i've already watched a whole movie where kyle chandler was in what's what's interesting is there's (laughs) almost zero connection to that film in this one like there's nothing important from that movie i guess we'll get into a spoiler of you know of the surprise villain i suppose right. that's kind of connective 
but most of it doesn't even matter. For example, and I don't think this is a spoiler, but the whole bit about the hollow earth, didn't we already know there were like tunnels that connected shit? Wasn't that a plot point in the last movie about Godzilla? I feel like it was. He had like, I can't prove it wasn't. (laughs) He had like an underground home that he could travel across the world in like secret tunnels super fast. And they blew up an atomic bomb there. Like I, it, it just felt, like that last movie didn't really wasn't even a part of the franchise. I don't know. It's it's like O'Shea Jackson didn't even matter. Yeah. Yeah. Was he in this movie? I can't remember. I feel like he was in the credits, but I don't remember seeing him. Uh, no, he wasn't in this movie. OK, uh, I don't I didn't see him anyway. Though to be fair, again, I spent about 30 percent of this movie on my phone. Just general plot wise, if it wasn't clear, the general gist is Godzilla and Kong fight. But there is some loose other uh, narrative. Nothing, nothing else together. is important. Joseph. Yeah, well, that's well, the only thing that matters. You know, the, the uh, Kong is is being hidden away in a in a Truman Show esque dome. Uh, pretty sure that it, it's in a Hunger Games esque dome. Okay, touche. <laughs> like yeah. I think I think this was in continuity with Hunger Games. <laughs> Uh, and Godzilla is just doing his thing. At some point, they have to move Kong for some reason, and that sets off uh, uh, Godzilla's kaiju dar. And, you know, that's that's kind of the... Uh, I feel like the difference... So wait, hang on a second. Actually, that's a good point. People are bad. That's the other plot point yeah. of this movie. Did, did, did Godzilla ever have like a, a straight-up confrontation with Mothra at any point? No. He no, didn't? No, no. Okay. So, like, why was this necessary? Like, I get it. When, There's like, a 10,000-year-old beef. That's all we heard. That was the okay, line. Okay, yeah, but it's like they're ancestors. Yeah. <laughs> I said that weird, but yes, you it get said, it. It says stores. <laughs> uh, God, yeah, there's so much unnecessary lore in this. Like, the whole thing with Godzilla is, like, at least at what they established, and I think the first Godzilla movie is just that he has to be the alpha, so he has to, like, Whatever he senses that there's another one in the world, he's got to go fight it. But usually the other ones are like wreaking havoc and like showing off their dominance. Kong was literally chained to a fucking boat. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, this seems kind of more like a direct sequel to Kong and Godzilla one, because you're right. That seems to be the motivation they really go with in Godzilla for Godzilla in this movie is he, you know, if, if this was the second or the third part of a trilogy, I think it would make a lot more sense than it it does, but I don't know. This franchise is off the rails now that Ken Watanabe's not in it. Yeah, now that Ken Watanabe. <laughs> oh man, I I don't know, but I just, just like thinking about the plot of that movie feels like that's super insensitive. We replaced but... Ken Watanabe with Kyle Chandler, and I just yeah. don't. I can't agree with that decision. <laughs> Agreed. Uh, I, I feel like there's some other machinations at some point. I don't. They go into the hollow earth at some point for some reason, and I couldn't fucking tell you why. I, I know that, that part was my favorite part. That that part was cool. I would have rather seen a movie taking place in there. So I think we should just say spoilers from here on. Oh out. no, we've We're already established spoilers from here. Of... On out. I'm so sorry. Um, I, I I don't I don't like it when we go like chronologically and and hit every point of a movie but i feel like we do have to start of about the beginning because we're the perfect podcast to cover what the fuck is wrong with the beginning of this movie where is that pensacola (laughs) i i thought it was going to be worse than it was 
So I, I my reference point for this is the end of Contact, which if you guys don't know the end of Contact, it also takes place in a sort of astral Pensacola, but right. their Pensacola is also just Hawaii. Uh, you right. know, like like fucking palm trees galore and yeah. a fucking volcano in the background. It's fucking ridiculous. Uh, so when you guys told me about this one, I was like, oh, it's going to be another one of those. It's not that bad. It's at night. It's a port town. We're a port town. Like- I don't think that's the only part of it, though, um, because Millie Bobby Brown's pretty much able to drive everywhere in the beginning of this movie. So she's like driving what looks to be like some sort of California highway to get to quote unquote Pensacola. Mm. I don't know, man. It There are mountains in the background at one point. Like <laughs> it's it's not Hawaii. I'll give you that. But it's definitely like Encino, California. Like sure. it's uh, it's not northwestern Florida, southern Alabama. You, you think you think those California softies are going to come down to this swampland to film their their dumb movie? No, my I mean, big problem with their take on Pensacola is that we we you know we don't have any like big tech firm here we're there everybody here is too dumb to work in a big tech firm yeah like why would you choose here right we 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 have you're either in the military you work at navy federal or you serve drinks to one of those two people that is all (laughs) there is to do in this that is that is the pensacola economy yeah that's kind of covers a lot of basis of this podcast like two-thirds of the podcast fit into your description of pensacola so it's really really on the nose jay Hill. like it's kind of scary I mean, to be fair we've never actually seen hurt make a guitar it's possible he's serving drinks to people that oh, were in federal and military and just doesn't that want to tell us about it true. that 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 could very well be true yeah. you'll never know well anyway godzilla destroys pensacola beats the shit out of this place and then a, we have to find a weapon to stop godzilla so that's the hollow earth and the energy that is found there. And the only person that can lead us there is King Kong, who's apparently never been. And that's the plot of this movie. And I just, I and just then don't. And Godzilla. You can't skip <laughs> Godzilla. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. And then Godzilla shows up. And every, they, they find out their mom's both name is Martha. And they team up <laughs> to stop him. That's true, dude. A lot of promo for this was, there's a clear winner. Who do you think was the winner of this movie? Of the fight, I guess. I mean, I think it's supposed to be implied that Godzilla is. Uh, I mean, he, he I, wins the one on one. Oh, oh, he he wins the best of three. I also like that they're spread into boxing rounds. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like yeah, Godzilla won, but I mean, like, like King Kong brings a part, uh, you know, across the final victory in the end. So I still feel like King Kong's on top. I, I don't think it's clear at all. That, yeah, that's, that's what I don't understand. Everyone's like, there's a clear winner. And I'm like, not at all. Like, does, every, does everyone say that? Or does it just yeah. the fucking press people from this movie say that? <laughs> I meant the I meant that. That's what I meant. <laughs> I, I meant the movie's like, we're not going to do that Batman versus Superman shit. There's an absolute winner. No, there's not. Godzilla definitely is the stronger of the two of them. But then like Pythagorean theorem, A squared plus B squared equals C squared. It just says to me, God's, uh, King Kong is the strongest because he's the one that beats Mecha Godzilla. I don't know. It's confusing. That's exactly what Pythagoras had in mind when he came up yep. with that theory. That or the enemy of my enemy is my friend or some bullshit. Uh-huh. Uh, all of that says to me, King Kong is the winner. You're um, you're uh, 
your uh, explanation of it was way more high-minded with the mind, which was, it's like when Stone Cold would lose a match, but then after the match was over, he would still get up and stun the guy again and have a beer. <laughs> See, I, I prefer Kong your Stone version. Cold in this. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. He's got an axe in this, so that's, you know, <laughs> an axe made of Godzilla. Oh, is that what that's supposed to be? I think it's a former spike of one of Godzilla's uh, ancestors. Oh, uh, uh, uh. I again, I don't think I was paying enough attention to to grasp onto that. That's why Godzilla can charge it with his atomic breath. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. I like that. I, I tell you what my main problem with this movie is. And I, overall, I thought this movie was fun. It's fine. But there's like 30 characters in this movie and there need to be like three. OK, so you and I are on the same page. What's your solution? My solution, there needs to be scientist guy who's kind of good but you know science bad guy who wants money and then middle person who has like an emotional connection to the monster and is really the solution to the thing because that's how you do a monster movie i mean that's and they I, do. I, I think i think the original godzilla movies pioneered that formula yep and, and to be fair they do only have those three character types in this There's but they just, just, just have them. them over and over and it's just like again it's it's like it's like i don't need this many humans talking in this when they're all saying <laughs> the same shit so here's here's my solution to that problem i think okay. every one of these should be a rogue one situation none of none of the characters introduced at the beginning of the movie survive at the end of the movie I think so every single point. Godzilla movie, we get a fresh set and we don't have to we don't even have to trouble our brains with even the, the notion that there might be some sense of continuity that we have to remember any of these mother motherfuckers <laughs> or anything they've ever done. Right. I like that. I was going to say to Jehu's point, I totally agree. And my answer would have been to bring back either a Ken Watanabe and say he actually hadn't died or B. <laughs> Hang Brian on, he's, Cranston. He's a ton of Ken Watanabe. Now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that sounds so much better. <laughs> He's also he also has atomic breath. Isn't, isn't, oh no, that's, that's One Punch Man. I was like, isn't Atomic Samurai something? But it should be in these movies. It seems like it would work. He's Ultraman now, and that would have been the. Fuck! <laughs> I would be so down with that. <laughs> I mean, look. Yeah, that... I, there, there's after watching the the Space Jam trailer, I was like, maybe we shouldn't be mashing all these intellectual properties together. Maybe it's time to like you know, make some separate stuff. But if you threw an Ultraman in here, uh, I enjoyed that quite a bit. I think well, I, I think Ultraman deserves a crossover personally. That may offend Japanese people. I don't know if Ultraman and Godzilla have never fought. I don't they have they definitely have. fought before. I am positive, <laughs> but it should happen in this movie. I agree. You know, that would have been I, I wouldn't have cared if there was no explanation. Just if at the end Ultraman showed up, I'd be like, OK, this is the best movie I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and it was yeah. Ken Watanabe. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have much else to say. This movie is dumb. It's entertaining. Uh, it's worse than Transformers for me, but it's, you know, it's fine. I, I don't know. Joseph, you may feel this way. I kind of had a ba- bias going in to dislike this movie because I hate Adam Wingard, uh, who made the live action Death Note film. I've never seen the live action uh, <sighs> Death Note film, so that didn't hurt my feelings. I think... Again, I think if you just cut it down, actually, how long? How long is original Transformers? Oh, it's longer than this. Okay, so it's, yeah. I'm I'm giving this one shorter than Transformers. I could have this one <laughs> on in the background, uh, right. and it wouldn't offend me. I can just pay attention to the monster fights. You know, again, honestly, 
the I think the most compelling human story was like Rebecca Ferguson. Is that right? I think yeah, it's Rebecca, Rebecca Hall. What yeah, is it? I think it's Rebecca Hall. Ah, it's Rebecca one of the Hall. Rebecca's. I knew it was a Rebecca. Yeah. Uh, and Rebecca Ferguson's the muscular one. You're right. She's in Mission Impossible. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah. Uh, and the little deaf girl. And you know what? Even even though I don't really like him, uh, I like that Alexander Skarsgård was just the butt of every joke in this one. He's uh, freaking terrible in this movie. He's I mean, so he is, bad. But but like, you're we're supposed to be laughing at him, and his his bad acting is is it works fine. Uh, so I think they were the most interesting bit. So I if if we just cut down to their storyline and fuck everybody else, I think it'd be better than Transformers. I mean, yeah. I. Yeah, I, I pretty much agree. I think you could cut out. I mean, it, it definitely just needed to be one group, and I think that was the best group. Um, yeah, you know, I mean, the main thing I got from this is up till now, I wasn't really sure whether or not I liked the, uh, you know, the Warner Brothers releasing on digital and at the cinemas at the same time. But a- after this, I'm, I'm going with I'm opposed to it because if I didn't have the option to watch this at home and would have watched it in the theater, I would have enjoyed it more than I did. Yeah. Whereas at home, it was kind of boring. Uh, it's 40 minutes shorter than Transformers, Joseph. There you go. It's a, it, That's my valid rating. I'm not saying better than Transformers. I'm just going to say <laughs> shorter than Transformers. Uh, I'm also going with shorter than Transformers. <laughs> I have been debating, Hurt, to your point giving it a second ch- shot at the theater going to see it. And uh, I mean, it's kind of hard to pay money for a movie I've already seen that I didn't. Right. Love. Yeah. Right. But I do think to your point, I do think I would enjoy it more. It does look like it does seem like a movie that would do better on the big screen. When is the when is the next big Warner Brothers release? I know it was Mortal Kombat, but I'm not even counting that. I just other people are, but I'm not. <laughs> yeah, that's in like two weeks. Yeah. Um, I'm sure there's something in May, but I don't know what it is. I can't I think remember. They're tw- Space Jam, maybe? July? Oh, maybe. Yeah. I, I'm, I, I'm getting close. I'm getting close. To, I, I know that Converse Godzilla has, you know, done pretty well by, by COVID standards in the box office. And I suspect that trend will continue to rise as, uh, you know, the vaccine becomes more readily available and people are feeling more like going out and doing shit. So I, I suspect that by the next big one, and I'm not sure I'm, I'm giving Mortal Kombat, but maybe Mortal Kombat will, uh, will surprise me. But I think we're, we're getting pretty close to it being more of a balance than just everybody watches it at home. Right. Well, they, they've already said this is the only year they're doing it. They're going oh, no, back for to, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Theater releases next year. But I think you're right. I think I, I would I would say Space Jam has the possibility. Yeah, no, I think a that's a good, that's a good chance. Yeah. But that's it. I have nothing else to say. Cool. Oh, yeah, it. I don't really have much to say about this either. I can't believe we made it as long as we did. I was expecting it to be 10 minutes tops. Well, cool. That's Godzilla versus Kong. Maybe they'll make another one. Maybe they won't. I won't remember it either way. <laughs> I mean, if, if they, uh, you know, if they make it with Ultraman, I'm on board. 100%. Okay. I'll come back for Ultraman. I did. I did rewatch the three prior films Holy shit. to this one yeah. before watching this. And God, Godzilla 2014 is so drastically different than yeah, it's wherever totally we end up. It's completely different from the other three. It's Batman Begins to Dark Knight different. Like yeah. It's just <laughs> not even the same. Well, I mean, it's still very embarrassed though, by what it's doing. Whereas, whereas by the time we get to this one, everybody just talks about Godzilla all the time casually. Which I actually appreciate that. 
Yeah. Monarch is not so much of a thing anymore because everyone just is like all up kaiju ass. <laughs> right, right. right. Uh, but anyway, yeah, that's it for Godzilla versus Kong. We got two weeks of uh, stuff. What have you been uh, watching? Well, I watched the other Godzilla films and yep. <laughs> for the most part, I enjoyed those. I like all three of the ones before this one. This one's my least favorite of the four. I think the other three I would all put better than Transformers. The only thing I really, I guess, want to talk about is I watched New Mutants after oh, yeah, like it came on HBO four, Max. Yeah, after like yeah. four years of waiting, I finally. Gosh, we talk about this the HBO Max a lot of this fucking podcast. Yeah, yeah. God, they should pay us. Um, that movie is fine. You know, it's it's not good, but it's definitely better than some of the other shit Fox put in the theater. Man knuckle bump because i'm totally i mean i actually liked it i enjoyed watching that movie but i think it's just one of those things that everyone decided it was going to be the worst thing ever and then they just parroted that opinion there are so many worse x-men movies yeah that i mean it's very if there's one complaint with it it should have come out about 18 years ago right um it it has like just it's very it looks and feels and has the themes of a 2004 film right um but that's not inherently a bad thing in my opinion like it i I don't think that makes it a a necessarily good movie but maybe i'm just kind of nostalgic and it it reminds me of of those that you know time period um but it's fine the performances are okay uh after watching queen's gambit it's like how they ever get anya taylor joy in this movie um (laughs) But yeah, I, you know, I don't know that I'll ever watch it again, but it's fine. It's Transformery. I'm pretty sure she got cast in that like immediately after she was in uh, The Witch. Uh, yeah, The Witch. Yeah. Well, before we I mean, knew I'll, she could act. You're right. Well, and, and also it, like they had, you know, before it bombed, they had a uh, plan for three movies and she was definitely going to be the center of the thing going forward. So it probably would have been a good payday for her. Yeah. I think she's pretty good in it. Like she's fun to watch. She's yeah. But yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, New Mutants on HBO Max. If you're like me and have been following the story of that thing, yeah, check it out. Cool. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm glad someone finally watched that because you know I I really was thinking that maybe me and Sarah are just crazy that we thought this was kind of fun, but I thought it was kind of fun. Um, so speaking of Sarah, she has she has this strange character trait that she really wants to like artsy horror films. And I'm not saying she's never liked one because she she's watched, you know, like ones she likes, like she likes the David Lynch movies that lean in that direction and stuff like that. But she like always wants to give artsy horror films a try and it's always miserable. So that is how we ended up watching uh, mother that's how we ended up watching Neon Demon. And that's how this weekend we ended up watching a movie called Viveri. Oh, uh, yeah. The one with uh, Jesse Eisenberg and uh, yeah. Imogene Poots. Yes, exactly. How was it? Oh, man. Okay, so we started watching. And literally 30 seconds into this movie, I was like, this shit's just Raymond. And Sarah was like, what do you mean? Raymond's a fucking sitcom. This is like a thriller. I was like, I was like, this is just a movie about being trapped in the existential nightmare of suburban hell. (laughs) And that was exactly what that shit was. I called it 30 seconds. Uh, 
you know, it really wants to be like, you know, analogs and metaphors and stuff like that. But it can't really be a metaphor if like, you know, right after doing it, it like nudges you in the ribs and goes, get it. Because yeah. that's that's where this movie was like. It's not nearly as smart as it like thinks it is. The premise is these this young couple they go they're looking for a house. They go see this you know like real estate agent guy that immediately they just on oh wow yeah this is a creepy horror thing. I should not continue in this, but they do, and they go to this suburb to look at this house. I just said suburb like uh, like Jenna from uh, from from Thirty Rock, <laughs> but. Uh, but anyways, they go to this suburb and they get trapped in it and they uh, are delivered a baby in a box. And there's a note that says, raise it and be released. Get it? Like, like, it's just so fucking uh, this movie. Uh, definitely worse than Transformers. I fucking hated this movie. Uh, <laughs> the uh, the uh, it was just so fucking obvious. And oh, I just wanted to strangle it as a movie um uh one thing i really hated about it that had nothing to do with the plot jesse eisenberg had to smoke in it and he is obviously not someone who smokes and it's the most awkward looking thing i've ever seen in my life nice i would see. rather Just that makes me kind of interested in watching the movie <laughs> i would have rather seen him shove a dildo in his mouth like it just would have it probably would have worked out better but um yeah i i don't know uh the, the only really good thing I can say about it is, you know, they their their kid, once it starts getting older, it starts to speak in either his voice, her voice, get it. And like whenever it wants their attention, it would just scream at the top of its lungs in her voice. And that shit was hilarious. Anytime that shit happened, it was funny. But other than that, don't watch this movie. Worse Fair than trash. <laughs> I just want to say it makes me happy that somebody else has seen the neon demon uh, <laughs> because it's one of those, it's one of those things a lot like neon Genesis Evangelion where I've, I watched it and I still like, I still to this day, I'm not sure if I liked it or not, uh, but right. I still think about it, you know, like I can't stop right. thinking about it. Uh, well, so like it, it's impactful, but I'm not sure if it's good. Well, me and Sarah definitely have different agendas when we're flipping through movies on Amazon or or on, you know, on uh, Netflix, which is I'm flipping through them to not watch them. I want to go through and make sure there's nothing I want to watch and then go back to watching Raymond. Uh, <laughs> Sarah actually wants to find something and just always is specifically on Saturday afternoon, Saturday afternoon, like, you know, like we're pretending like we're choosing between various things, but it's always going to be some sort of weird horror movie. Fair enough. Yeah. I did a couple things this week. Not everything's worth noting. I'm between animes in my personal time, and I'm not even going to bother you with the pilots that are shit. Oh, we haven't mentioned Falcon and the Winter Soldier still going. We're all watching it, but we're going to talk about it later. So hang in there. It, 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 there is more to talk about on it now. There, there, yeah, there is. It. Yeah, there, there's an episode is coming on that. Um, I got the like I think I told you guys the other, the other week that there was a free promotion for PlayStation where they're giving you giving you free games, uh, and I downloaded the PS4 version of Ratchet and Clank, uh, which I never played right. on the PS2. It's a lot of fun. Uh, you know, it's just a good little platformy third person shooter kind of thing. Uh, but it's got it just it feels the mechanics are so much like all those 
PS2 like that and like Jack and Daxter and that kind of stuff. Uh, and it really made me feel like it gave me that nostalgic feeling of like, oh yeah, these that games were actually fun. They probably hold up pretty well. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, I like that game. Yeah, I watched that's better than Transformers. I don't know if it's still for free. I think for Horizon Zero Dawn's free now. It doesn't matter. I watched uh, on my continuing the trek of the DC animated movies, which I also want to talk about all of them because most of them are worse than Transformers. Uh, but I watched uh, Superman Man of Tomorrow, which I don't know if it's based on a specific comic. I don't know if you know anything about this. Movie. Yeah, that that's like the new like reboot origin, right? Okay, I, I don't know. I, it, it focuses more on like his time in Metropolis you know, between when he's like starts helping people and actually like takes up the mantle of, of Superman. Right now, I think this is an original story, but it might borrow little bits from other versions of this era. But yeah, yeah. go ahead. It's not bad. Uh, a lot of these movies have like weird editing where like, I don't think the dialogue is bad and I don't feel like, I don't know. It's just, they're like taking too long between scenes. And so there's just like weird space uh, between like, action and reaction and and you know one person talking the other person talking so that's like its own thing uh but my biggest issue is it this one definitely you know is trying to capture more of traditional superman uh than a lot of these other you know pretty i think cynical approaches to superheroes that a lot of these movies are Uh, right but for some reason in a fucking universe where you know there's like alien bounty hunters and martians and people shoot lasers out of their eyes and stuff a like a firm moral compass is like the most unbelievable fucking thing in the world even in even in this movie where they like i feel like they try a little bit harder clark and and both clark and jonathan and martha are they're all kind of wishy-washy on the whole like help people thing they're like it's it's okay if you don't but you know it'd be good if you could but like I don't know, like it just it just rubs me the wrong way that it's like such a hard fucking message to like we can't really believe that someone would like feel a moral imperative to help people if they can, which I feel like is a, a really central part of the whole Superman thing. I don't know, it drives me crazy, but otherwise it's it's okay. I, I mean, I I mean that was the main thing I didn't like about Man of Steel, and I definitely I don't like any time the Kents aren't a central and clear figure of you need to do right yeah they were, they were big... this, they, i would say this movie was not as bad as kevin coster in, in uh <laughs> bva or man of steel right right but yeah I, I don't know like i don't know why that's like they've they've stripped that from the the story like this is this is too far we need to to scale it down some i don't know like, i don't feel like that's <laughs> the most ridiculous thing in the world it's literally a central part of the character I don't know. right Anyway, the last thing I'm going to talk about is uh, the wife and I started uh, a new romance show. It's an anime, of course it is, uh, called Hori Mia. Uh, it's just a soft little high school romance thing. It's It, it doesn't have that much conflict. It's just kind of like nice stories of, of people being nice to each other and falling in love. And it's it's very necessary, I feel like. I don't know, my sanity and I think general people's sanity to have these kind of shows that are just it's kind of like the great british baking show it's just kind of like a warm hug of a show uh so i recommend it if uh if that's your thing but uh yeah that's it cool yep yeah i know we've we had that. two weeks for this but do we know what we want to do next week we could do news we haven't done news in a while we haven't done news in a while there has been a fair amount of news there's but we got yeah i mean we got there's shit we got to talk about yeah all right we'll plan for a news episode if something more exciting comes up 
we feel more compelled about, we'll do that. And then the week after that, I think is Falcon. should be the end. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Is what? The end of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. We could do the. Oh, right, right. Yeah. Right, right. So cool. Uh, well, thank you guys uh, for listening. Please rate, subscribe, tell your friends about the podcast. Uh, if you want to write in about uh, what you liked about Kong versus Godzilla, who you think won the battle, and whether you want uh, Atomic Ken Watanabe in the next one. <laughs> You can reach us at uh, realphonies at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter at realphonies and on Instagram at real underscore phonies. Thanks to Zach Evans for art and Brian Velasquez for our theme. We'll see you guys next week. Later. And Jay Hill.